Hello everybody, it's the Rolling Stoner Podcast, starting off again with another episode of The Smoke Session with your host, Luke Rowland. It's a disclosed episode 25, it's November 25th, and it's a special episode today. It's the Thanksgiving special. Happy Thanksgiving, happy Turkey Day, everybody. To start this episode off with a reefer's review, there's been a book that I've been reading recently. Uh, I know. So surprising, right? I'm reading. But anyway, this book is called Across the Hudson. And I'm about like seven chapters into it, and it's really fucking good. I relate to it a lot. I like to I like to read it in chunks, like because it's so close to my life. I like to read it coinciding to my life. So I read like one chapter and then I'll like live a little bit, and then once I feel like I've lived a chapter of my life, I'll read another chapter of this book to just kinda like get a little graph because it's about a 20 year old uh 21 year old so he's a year older than me but i'm because i'm 20 but i'm turning 21 soon uh it's a 21 year old writer and i can really really relate to his personality because he thinks how i think uh, he's kind of like an existential optimist but here's the summary of the book as the fourth of july fireworks erupt over the hudson river on his 21st birthday Blogger Tony Diaz told the universe he was ready. Two weeks later, he's living his dream, dating 35-year-old streetwear designer and sex columnist Lisa Kelly and joining the entourage of Maximilians, a psychedelic rapper on the fast track to stardom. Tony must quickly find his place in the worlds of the 2010s rap fame while overdosing on sex, drugs, trap music, and the fast times in New York City. With reality breathing down his neck, Tony struggles to balance his new relationships and rock star lifestyle with senior year of college, writing gigs, and a low-class Latino existence with his crazy Cuban family in the West New York, New Jersey. Maybe he'll finally write something worth a damn. And this book really is worth a damn. It's called Across the Hudson, a novel by Adrian Nunez, which I think this book is an autobiographical uh, a little story, or at least like bit, kind of based off of the author's own life. It's too personal for writing to not be, but I really like it. So check it out. You can. I got it off of Instagram, but I'm sure that you can check uh, uh check it out on the book's website. It's like acrossthehudson.net or something like that. But I got the first edition, um, you know, signed from the author. Pretty, pretty fucking cool. Pretty, pretty exclusive. Um, yeah, across the Hudson That is where you can get it. So that was the reefers review. Uh, now we're going to move on to the ganja game or gimmick. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, obviously the gimmick I'm going to be going on about is what am I thankful for? So what is the Roland stoner Luke Roland thankful for in his life well obviously first off i'm thankful for god that he gave me my life and just the ability to pursue my dreams and what i'm doing and all that being a stand-up comedian and a podcast host is fucking amazing i thank god every day for that so that's the number one thing i'm thankful for and god i use that term as like you know just like the fucking existence being creator you know Whatever the fuck you want to call it, Steven Tyler, you can call it Steven Tyler if you want. But I call that shit God. 
So that's what I'm thankful for. Second, I'm thankful for my family. My mom, my dad, you know, my creators in a, a technical sense. <laughs> my sister, Faith. I'm thankful for them. The way that I grew up with them having in my life is I'm thankful for my childhood that I spent with them. I'm thankful for my grandparents, my grandma and grandpa, my mama, my nanny. I'm thankful for my pop-up. The 10 years I had with him were an amazing childhood. I wouldn't trade that for anything. I'm thankful for the whole Roland family. All right, you guys are awesome. The Roland clan is filled with such diverse and interesting characters spread throughout the entire country. I'm so excited that I'm, I'm so proud to be related to every one of you guys. And I'm so excited to live my life and get to know you guys even more. I'm thankful for my Leffler family back home in Baltimore. You know, it was, we had some good ass times growing up together and they taught me, it taught me not how to be, it taught me how to not be a bitch, which was dope. I needed that because bitches ain't shit. And they taught me that. Yeah, you know, shout out to the Lefflers back in Baltimore. I'm thankful that I'm from Baltimore, all right? Rogers Forge in Towson was a perfect place for me to become the man I am today. It's a perfect place for me to grow up. It was awesome. I love being from a place where it's, yeah, it's a city, but yet everyone still knows, like, everyone. Like, everyone has a connection somehow. It's so cool to see that in that town. They call it Small Tamore for a reason, you know? Like the best example I got for you guys is I used to I used to trick or treat at Michael Phelps's house, all right, because we lived in the same neighborhood. Like that's how small Small Tamore is. Pretty fucking cool, right? I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for thankful for everyone. All right, the OKPs back home in Baltimore, and then my boys here in Tempe. I'm thankful for the friends I met in my fraternity. I'm thankful for everyone. I met in Tempe late night. I'm thankful for the friends that I will make in comedy. Because friends make life worth living, all right? And I'm very thankful for my friends, all right? They listen to my stories and they help me create new ones. They support me and they join me in this beautiful journey I call life, all right? Thankful for my roommates, especially. Those are like some of my bestest friends. Thankful for comedy, for saving me when... I was at my lowest point in my life. I was completely lost in this chaotic abyss. Thankful for comedy for showing me a new way I could live my life. A new way I can spread love, life, and laughter. Thankful for specific comedians like Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, Tim Hawkins, Joe Rogan, Burt Kreischer, Brian Callen, Josh Wolf, Jeff Dye for all inspiring me and my stand-up like, style. And, to, and showing me like how it's done you know like those are the guys that I look at and I'm like those are that's the type of comedian I want to be and last but not least I'm thankful for mushrooms because without mushrooms my favorite video game franchise Super Mario Bros would never exist and then I would never been able to main as Bowser Jr. in Super Smash Bros that would have been a fucking tragedy because I am really, really good at Bowser Jr. I mopped the fucking floor with that guy, dude. Oh, my God. Unstoppable. Meet me on the screen, all right? 
get your fucking ass handed back to you. So thank you, mushrooms. Now normally I would do a cannabis current event segment for this smoke session, but it's Thanksgiving. So you guys will probably hear plenty of current events at dinner. I'm not going to add to the torture for you. But I do have a high thought of the day that I want to share with you guys. It's important to keep in mind that during this holiday season, and also this season of depression, that no matter how dark it might get, never forget about the little light of yours that you have in the very depths of your soul, which makes you who you are. And when the night is at its darkest point and you think all is lost, remember who you are and to let your light shine through bright enough for the whole world to see. Anyway, we got a great show for you guys. The fun fact of the day is about what is the ego and what is pride. And then also... The For the Thanksgiving special, we're going to be having a debate about what is the best Thanksgiving dish. So stay tuned, guys, and I hope you all enjoy it. Happy Thanksgiving. Woo-hoo! What is ego that you were okay. talking about? So what, tell me exactly what you just said. Okay, so ego is as big as you want it to be, and it can ward off as much as you want it to be, but it's really just your larger fucking piece of glass and it's a big ass plane of glass and you can get it bigger and bigger as you want to think that you're protecting yourself yeah. your ego is but, basically kind of like your canvas you're painting in life and whatever you decide to do with it however to paint it that's all you that's all up to you because it's your ego your personality your perception that's your side of the coin but it can it's good to not have a fragile ego and then shrooms come in and just fucking hit that sweet spot yeah, and shatter it. Shrooms come in and they fucking spin that coin. Like and if you're gonna want to, if you want to rebuild your structure and you want to have something that's not just big and showy and big and not just be a piece of glass, but it have be moderate size but strong and sturdy, then that's how you build up, and that's pride. <laughs> that is pride. That's one of your biggest things, but you can't let it be. Because even pride is kind of like, <coughs> pride is kind of like not concrete. Huh? Pride's like wood. It can I think get shattered. Pride is uh. Concrete's like humbleness. That's the best way you can ward off anything. Well, yeah, that. being humble because you know that you've been beaten. You know. That's what. That's all. What humbling is is winning like you've been there, and then also losing like you've been there. Because you have been. That's the wisdom that comes with being humble. Uh, and the wis or that's the because you're humble, wisdom comes with it. Yada yada. That circle continues. What I'm trying to say is pride is when you only create one circle and you think this is the best circle and you're so proud of it and you only focus on how proud of it, it becomes a pride, it becomes an obsession. And then because of that, the circle becomes weaker and it's easier to break. And once that breaks, what do you have left? Just a bunch of broken pieces of one fucking circle. But wisdom is doing all these circles and knowing how to complete them and knowing to keep on going and keep on pursuing and building and creating life uh, no matter what. And not to be proud of it, but just not like not to be showboaty about it. You know what I'm trying to say? Not be cocky, but like 
when people are like, hey, that's a good, good job, man. Um, you're like, thank you. I try to do good work. And, you know, you keep on keeping on. You don't need your name and bright lights or anything. You just need to, you just need to know that, like, if your life is on display, for whatever reason, if you live in a glass house, like, would you want to be happy about everything in that glass house, no matter what? Yeah. Because I want to make sure everything's cool, you know? Even if it's, like, a weird-ass fucking thing that everyone's like, why the fuck would you have that? But if it's a cool-ass thing, you'd be like, oh, that'd be so dope, you know? Yeah. Like a butt plug. Like, if you had a butt plug, but it vibrates, you're like, ah, that's kind of cool, it vibrates. It's not just, like, a weird-ass face. So, yeah. Ego. Ego is, is the one motherfucking circle everyone gets caught up in. And that's, like, the first thing. But then once you break that and get off of it, you get to build a new ego, but with some help. Some divine help. Because then you're shown everything that's outside of that just one circle of ego. You get to see everything. You know, you get to see the world for what it is. You get to see for God what God really is. And you get to see yourself for what you really are. And that's the three factors of reality that determines everything. And then once you see that, you begin to manipulate it because you realize everything is the same because everything is a circle. And because of that, you become God, God becomes the world, the world becomes you and everything becomes itself. Life imitates art and art imitates life. Reality keeps on being real. There is no good and evil. It's just everything's a circle. The whole entire concept of thinking that there's a good and evil is just your ego talking, you know? Trying to think of that it's a fucking seesaw when really it's a giant circle you know like a merry-go-round might as well just listen to the tune and go around you know not try to argue about who's up and who's down life just needs to remain pure okay so turn that frown upside down have a smile like if you're experiencing something it's the only time you're ever going to experience in that moment that state and not form ever again. So, what do you gonna do with that player? You gonna make it fucking something bad, or are you gonna make it something good? It's that simple. And everything's just happening, and you can just choose to make the good out of what's happening. Yeah. And you just gotta keep on doing that. Be consistent. You can make it good. You can make it bad, or you can make it you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. You know. <laughs> no, it doesn't need to be bad. Nah, it doesn't, it need doesn't even bad. need to be good. Doesn't even need to be, just needs to be you. That's the most important part. Yeah, but you have to make sure that you are good. And then once you have that, then like make it just be you, because then it'll just be like you are good, and that's just who you are. Well, yeah, that's the funny part is that you were good all along. That's the punchline. Yeah, sometimes I wasn't always good. The definitely, I wasn't always good. I wasn't good all along. More of a journey of how it became. Uh, well, there's like, all right. There's like good and evil, but then there's also like naughty versus nice. All right, I've been naughty plenty of fucking times, you know. But I've also been nice. I've also been nice while I've been naughty. I don't try to be naughty when I'm nice though. Cause then you're just a dick. <laughs> all I need is one. <laughs> Make a laugh track. <laughs>
I've become too powerful for my laugh track. I need to make genuine laughs. That's what keeps me humble. Yeah, man. Maybe that's what's wrong with those Nickelodeon stars and some of those Disney stars that don't make it. They just hear the audience track and they automatically think they're doing a great job. But really, it's not. It's all fake. Really, they just created the most awkward, cringy take ever. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because it's dog with a blog. Yeah, that's the difference between live entertainment and like recorded stuff. Is uh, the the genuine reaction, you know? That's why that's why like stand up comedy, like comedy at its purest form, is the most like coveted version of it, you know? Even shows when they do a little more improv, like Victorious. Yeah, there's like more improvised moments in Victorious for sure, and you can mm-hmm. see it. Like that's the funnier show. It is. Like, you know, iCarly's, like, of course, a nostalgic show, but to me, Victorious. Yeah. Obviously. Until mm-hmm. all the songs kind of sound, start to sound the same. Well, yeah, every but show then, jumps when that happens, Ariana Grande took over. So, I guess I can't well, yeah, then they had Sam and Cat and fucking went in the toilet. I was talking about Ariana Grande's music career. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, once Sam and Cat got canceled, she was like, fuck it, music like she was like I'm gonna deep in this music career and then she like got really fucking successful afterwards yep and she's then like, I'm Victoria Pete Davidson motherfucker Victoria Justice kinda just remained that person you see on YouTube sometimes yeah now she's like in like indie movies and stuff it's like ah she's in indie movies yeah like in some independent films and stuff oh. interesting well, she had a fire-ass acting resume. I would definitely act upon that shit if I had the same. She was cool. I liked her. I liked her more than, like, Miranda Cosgrove. Arthur says, happy Thanksgiving. Aww. He's like, I'm coming over tomorrow. <laughs> I, text, I texted him because I was Buddy. like, Buddy! Probably get the text. That's <laughs> Buddy! Yeah. Pro. This one guy say. So, what, uh... The debate for today's episode for the Thanksgiving special is, uh, what is the best Thanksgiving dish? Big titties for small titties. <laughs> which would you rather eat, big titties or small titties? Yeah, keep it up. Which would you rather motorboat? Obviously big titties. Obviously There's big no titties. Because, like, you, you can't motorboat yeah, that's just like, what, what are you doing? I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, You're just playing this. pong between two nipples with your nose as the ball. Say, <laughs> like, hey, babe, you want to see some shit? Just starts fucking ramming your head into her chest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just want a motorboat. Like you broke my, you broke my rib. Sorry, but there's there's like different. Evolve, bitch. Wow, yeah, it's like a Pokemon. <laughs> my favorite, Level 33. My favorite Thanksgiving meal was always either the stuffing or like the mashed potatoes. I, w- I always like the sides. And then the turkey was nice. What type of what type of way did you always like eat your turkeys? Like are you, were you a roasted turkey, like an oven? Sometimes we fried turkeys. Sometimes we fried turkeys. Fried turkeys. The way the fucking and the dark meat's better. Fried, fried yeah, dark meat's oven. better than white meat for sure. Dark meat's better than white meat. White meat's supposed to be healthier, but dark meat has a lot more dude, flavor. Dude, dark meat, white meat, it's the same thing. Don't be that person. It's like, I need it's just more saturated with juices. That's what gives it the darker color. It yeah. just makes it automatically better. 
Because like if you cut it the same way, like you get the same amount of meat. And like when I when I cook my chicken thighs, I definitely skim a little bit more of the fat off. And like it's the same as the breast, just way juicier. Yeah, I like the bruise. Gives a good texture. White meat gets too dry sometimes. Like it, like it's so easy to That's get yeah, dry ass it's white meat. Easier to fuck up white meat than dark meat. Mm-hmm. Just because white meat, obviously, like you said, it is more lean, so it's more unforgiving. What's like the strangest, uh, like Thanksgiving entree you've ever had? Mine was definitely. Have you ever had a turducken? Yeah, I had a deep fried turkey. It is a chicken inside of a duck inside of a turkey. The fuck is that stupid shit? It's some white trash shit. My family, every year for Thanksgiving, we had a party called Aftershock. And it was just for like... Sounds like a Christian youth group. And basically, (laughs) we fry so many things. Like, just fry... Because we had... After we fried the turkey, we just fried so many things. We would always fry a turducken and Oreos. Mm. Yeah, I remember one time I was like 15 or something and I kept on like was being just an annoying asshole. I kept on uh, just like getting my dad to be like, hey, you're a good cook. You should make a turducken. That'd be so fucking cool. A chicken inside a duck inside a turkey. And then he was like, that's like really fucking hard to do from scratch and make a good one. So he was like, I'm going to just get this fucking uh, turducken from like Safeway. That's like just like from a box and make it just to see if it'll taste good or not. And just like, uh, give it to my son and like he'll fucking satisfy his need for a turducken and this shit tasted so fucking bad <laughs> yeah it's no turducken disgusting. doesn't taste good no it's just a meme food it is it's very much a, it's an Icarus story in itself as a meal it's explains why I've never heard of it an attempt to fly too close to the sun I've never even had a duck nah you're missing out duck's pretty good I know duck is really good I keep hearing that it's one of the best Poultries, but I just have not gone to a restaurant and had the balls, or just wanted to order duck at all. You either gotta have duck at an Asian restaurant, or uh, oh yeah, definitely no. Or like like redneck, like hillbilly. It's either peking duck or you know, honestly, seared duck is all. Your duck's alright, but honestly, I, I'm just like fascinated with that, like that fucking crisp that they were like the skin that they have on the fucking um, Peking duck. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I find super fascinating about like fucking Filipino culture, or at least it's like, one of my favorite things about Filipino culture is when they have like the fucking pig, and that shit's just like crispy all the way down, bro. Like that shit's fucking crazy. Have you ever been to a Filipino fucking any type of backyard barbecue or party? Where like, you know, I have a little fucking event for one of their daughters. That that's just no, amazing. But that pig is amazing. I've been to a pig roast before, and pig roasts are fucking amazing, dude. They eat literally the entire fucking animal, like the pig skin. I've had like I literally know what a football tastes like, which is kind of funny. <laughs> What, what's some like good green bean casserole yeah. for Thanksgiving? You've never had green bean casserole? Nah, there's not very much vegetables in my Thanksgiving, except for starches, uh, some corn. You ever had then... green bean casserole, Kim? Bro, I don't eat casserole. The hung the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all miss me. That is some Italian ass. 
No, it, like, it, it's green beans. It's Italian. I'm pretty sure it's just white. It's, Italian. I don't think white. it's anything. I think it's just green bean casserole. Bro, I swear, I don't know any niggas that make casseroles. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot that microwave them. <laughs> Microwave Y'all don't like casseroles? Absolutely. Not green bean. I like like seafood casseroles. Like a nice lobster casserole. I made a whole skit about lobster casserole. That's how much I like your lobster casserole. Some other Thanksgiving. There any good Thanksgiving desserts? Like you guys like I'm always a sucker for uh, pumpkin pie. That's cause my cousin, he always would uh he, he was obsessed with home, like making homemade pumpkin pie ever since he was a kid. And so every year, at every Thanksgiving, the, thump, the pumpkin pies only got better because he got older and like perfected the recipe. So now it's like pretty cool because he's like 25 and he's like, yeah, I can make some pumpkin pies for you guys. Bada bing, bada boom! And it's like perfected art. Cannolis. Cannolis? Interesting. Cannolis. Cannolis, Cannolis Thanksgiving. Cannolis. Christmas, I cannot wait to go over to my mom's place and make some cannolis on Christmas Eve. That shit's gonna be amazing. During the holiday season, uh, my family has just one day where we literally dedicated to making a shit ton of Christmas cookies, just of all different types. Like usually, there's like a, a chocolate chip. Usually, there's a Gatorade. no, not Gatorade. Uh, snickerdoodles sugar cookies and then like some weird ass cookie we like try to be like make a weird concoction out of because we always try to experiment I'm such a big fan of snickerdoodles <coughs> cookies I don't know whenever I eat cookies it's it's always chocolate chip I tried sugar for a little bit like the Pillsbury like the fucking holiday cookies those are those are good I'm not gonna say they're terrible but I don't know what happened with sugar cookies they kind of just fell off at least for me that snickerdoodle but also, I just don't like sweets. <laughs> like, at all. Yeah. Well, Thanksgiving's more, I think, for about savory than sweet, you know? A lot of starches, a lot of protein, a lot of grains. You know? Everyone gets, a food, everyone gets a food coma by the end of Thanksgiving dinner. And they just kind of pass out. Oh, yeah. You definitely smoke an indica on Thanksgiving, you know? I don't know what this shit is. This is interesting. For some nuts of it, that look a lot more than the purple. It's probably definitely a hybrid, then. It is a hybrid. Yeah, third side of the coin right there. Yeah, Jealousy. Jealousy is a hybrid of Gelato 41 and I think it was Sunset Sherbert. Perfect. Wow. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, this was a debate. Kind of nice little lighthearted debate. It was pretty heavy set. Sherbert Backross. It was a pretty heavy Sherbert set. Sherbert what? Backross. Episode earlier today. Yeah. Sherbert Backross. And that is the Thanksgiving stranded today. Bada bam, bada boom. It's fire shit. Let's talk about pussy. Have a good night, everybody. Stay high. I'm always thankful for pussy.